Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Now, this next guest we have is an absolute comedy hero to us. He is Blackadder. He is Zazu in The Lion King, for goodness sake. And, of course, he is Mr. Bean. Uh, and he's got a brand new show called Man vs. Bee on Netflix. Oh, it's so good. And actually, it's the first time in six years... He's back with a brand new show. Yeah. And decades since he's been on the telly. That's right. Man vs. B is absolutely brilliant. It's on Netflix and it follows the exploits of a an innocent but slightly weird man called Trevor. Trevor Bingley. Who has to do some house sitting on a very expensive home with very expensive items in it. And this bee arrives and so chaos ensues. As the trader says, you see... There was this bee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems so simple. And I mean what's interesting about it is that it's essentially a movie, yeah. but it's actually divided up into ten minute episodes. Chapters they call it. Yeah, them. which works really, really mm. well. So you can sit there and watch it one after the other, or you can take a break and I thought that was, it worked really well. Definitely but did. Anyway, the man himself, the multi-award winning uh, comedian and actor Rowan Atkinson uh, is on the line this morning to talk about Man vs. B on Netflix. Good morning, Rowan. How are you? Uh, hello, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Thanks very, very much for coming into this room. Just <laughs> this virtual room. It's good to see you. <laughs> yeah. We are huge fans of, of yours. Uh, we're, we're comedians ourselves and seeing you over the years just excel in this world is amazing. And to then see you now come well, back thank you. To, to television after so long. I know it's in a new streaming format, but the small yeah. screen, to have you back on that for so long is great. Oh, well, that's very sweet you say, yeah. It's odd when people say it's good to have you back. And I thought I'd never been away. But, of course, what happens is you go away and make movies and people don't regard them, quite rightly, as television. <laughs> and, because, you know, television, you know, remains, the, you know, the more immediate and the more intimate um, medium to keep up with people. And, and I haven't made a TV show for a long time. So it's, it's nice to have finally, finally to have done one. Well, I like that Man versus B is a mixture of the two, though, because when you watch the episodes one after the other, which you invariably will end up doing because they're just so good that you can't wait to see what happens next. Good, you get, good, you good. get that beautiful marriage between, you know, TV nuggets, but also a long form film as well. Yes. Yeah. I and mean, yeah, to be honest, I mean, even though I said we've just made a TV show, actually, we, we always regarded it as a movie. But we uh, but we've cut it up into ten minute episodes in yeah. order to sort of make it feel like a series. When in fact it's not really; it's a movie that someone's you know cut up into into ten slices. Um, although we have tried in the writing of it, in the construction of it, in the rehearsing and writing of it to uh, you know to have a cliffhanger re ending at the end of every episode. So you are encouraged, and I'm, I was very glad to hear you say um, that you were encouraged to watch the next episode each time because as you can probably gather netflix are infatuated with the idea of click through yes it, you know really do want you to click through <laughs> to the next episode and uh, and that's the primary you know that's the challenge you have when you start slicing something up yeah you mentioned the writing of it and i'm always uh, just really intrigued by how you visualize these things in your head i have a friend who's a, a sound engineer and he's worked on quite famous albums and he sees sound as as waves in his head and i'm wondering when you're sitting down to write comedy that isn't essentially writing you know written gags they're they're very visual how do you see it 
happening in your head when you look at Trevor in Man versus B? What are you seeing in your head? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I knew someone who, uh, who you know, artists who can only see things in colour. You know, and sometimes you know, sound engineers hear a blue, or they hear a red, yeah, you know, or they hear a strange mauve sound. Uh, but with me, in terms of visualization, how we do, we actually visualize it. You know, that if we have a joke about a microwave in a kitchen, then we 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 built a little set in the rehearsal room of the of the primary uh, scenes that we were going to shoot, and we rehearsed it. You know, we put it as it were on its feet you know we actually which is how we used to do the mr bean sketches you know when we you know mr bean goes to the dentist you know that was a one-line script you mm. know that was it you know mr <laughs> bean goes to the dentist, dentist. Uh, and then you arrive in the rehearsal room okay so this is the script mr bean goes to the dentist okay <laughs> and then what you get is you get a dentist chair and you get a, a guy playing the dentist and we say right what are we going to do so rowan you want to start well it's, it works always this isn't it the you know the numbing and the injection and the you know and then you say so how can we play with that okay it ends up in the leg or you know you know whatever but we made it happen in the rehearsal room so the processes of writing and rehearsing are completely coincidental um and you can't write without rehearsing it's and so what happens then is that you know will davis my co-creator here to the end of the day he would you know retire and you know he was making notes as i was acting it out and then he'd write it up at the end of the day and then we'd bring it back into rehearsal room the next day and then we'd say mm, that's all yeah it's, yeah i'm not sure we need that bit and also we need a link you know to get him from the hob to the library door what's going to happen there so right. you know and you start to construct it. So, so you know, but as I say, I've been doing this for a long time because that's how we did the original you know, Mr. Bean live-action TV shows. Yeah, that's fascinating. Uh, well, my, my kids love Mr. Bean, and I have four of them, and they range in age from 7 to 12. And we sat down as a Ooh. family to watch Trevor, and we were like, you know, like, this isn't Mr. Bean, this is Trevor, now this is Man vs. Yeah, Bean. Yeah. And honestly, we had one of the most kind of profound family moments that we've had in a long time when there's a scene in, in Man vs. Bean, I don't want to give too much away, but it involves a dog flap, a cat, a dog, and something on the inside oh, of yes. the house. Yes, and yes, yes. as that scene happened, we all had a visceral reaction to it, but it was the first mm. time I can remember everybody from 7 to 47 all just in a communal sense reacting to the TV in a way that we haven't done together on anything because everyone yeah. has different understandings of it. This was so beautifully put together and everyone mm. was like reacting in the same way. I just It's, it's going to stick with me forever. Oh, that's it. Well, I'm very, very pleased to hear that, you know, because, you know, rather bizarrely, and this was never intended, I've ended up as a sort of family entertainer, you know, which is not something that I ever intended to be. But for some reason, yeah, particularly the visual side of things with, you know, you know, the Johnny English sort of daftness and, uh, and Mr. Bean in, in particular, that it, it does appeal to young and old. It's got a, you know, and, and which is, I think, one of the reasons why Netflix was very engaged by it, because mm. Netflix tends to, tends to make quite adult content uh and quite and children content and they were interested in something that sort of formed a bridge mm. you know between the two um so i'm very very pleased indeed to hear of your family's reaction because that is what we were um, <laughs> not 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 aiming for really that's but that's but but we wanted it to be in that tradition yeah, yeah. 
I know you're just releasing this and people have yet to see it en masse, but yes, yeah. if we can be greedy for a second and ask just how much more Rowan Atkinson are we going to get? Will there be more Mr. Bean? Will there be more Man vs. Yeah. B? What are you planning yeah. What's in the back I, of your mind? Johnny I, English, please. Uh, yeah, 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 Man versus Hornet. <laughs> uh, I, I've, I've no, I've no idea actually. Um, nothing particularly planned. And my, I mean, all these things. You know, one's not, one's not getting any younger. So you sort of think, what kind of things should I be doing? Could I be doing? Um, yeah. Well, I, no concrete plans. But you know, I mean, all the, all the sort of franchises. You know, horrible word. But you could go back to. Um, I mean, Mr. Bean still interests me. I mean, he's a he's a, he's an absurdly unpleasant man. I think Mr. Bean is entirely self centered. Sort of. That's one of the key differences between between Mr. Bean and uh, Trevor. Yeah. I thought Trevor yes. was so, he's yeah. so different. He's so loving, and he really yeah. wants to be with his daughter. And he he's got a side mm. to him that you never see. Yeah, we had. Yeah, yeah, we had, you know, I did wonder for a while whether a sort of a, a Johnny English-ish c- character or a Mr. Bean character would have suited, you know, a story inside inside a house with a bee, but but neither of them would because they're both too sort of unpleasant and single-minded and smug and selfish, whereas Trevor is, well, we've tried to make him a genuinely sweet guy, yeah. you know, who's he's not a successful guy, he hasn't got a job, he's lost his family, he's, he's dealing with his ex-wife and his, and his teenage daughter, but he's clearly well-meaning. He's clearly a decent man, mm. and yet... Even a decent man can get obsessed <laughs> yes. uh, to the point of some very negative and pathological behaviour. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what's lovely talking to you, and you always come across this way in interviews, you know, you have such a calm, positive outlook on life, except everything that you do performing is kind of the opposite. Like, you literally spend your whole time dreaming up calamities and negative situations but yet you're this wonderfully yeah. balanced character oh <laughs> uh, well 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 you don't know, know me that well i'm afraid uh, that's for friends to judge or not yeah. um yeah i well i hope it's not yeah some kind of strange sort of therapy my entire professional career you know where you can sort of let rip professionally in a way that you want to do on a personal level but can't well yeah. we're very glad you made it we love Man vs B we know everyone is going to absolutely love it thank you very much for talking to us today Ron oh, thank you so much for your time there you go Rowan Atkinson what an absolute comedy hero and Man vs B is out today on Netflix so we would advise you over the weekend sit down with everybody watch it you'll absolutely love it Dermot and Dave weekdays from 9am today